but what is the vision? Like, what are we, where are we going? And I think this part for a lot of visionaries is really, really hard sometimes to communicate. Welcome back to the Untapped podcast where we are going to be looking at expanding your leadership capacity and giving you a practical framework to have conversations that empower and inspire people in your life to be part of what you're up to in the world. It is so, so magical and I'm really excited for this gift because this has been my deepest work over five years of running a business and probably my adult life has been to heal my wounds about having others support me and to really start to be open to receiving support and building amazing teams and all that I'm creating in the world. So I cannot wait for you to dive into this episode. Enjoy the practical application and I'm so excited to see what you build and create and do with these tools. Before we go into the how of becoming an extraordinary leader and having these really powerful conversations that always end in action and inspiration and fulfillment, we first have to and get to look at the context of what gets in the way of people truly leading. And I think when I think about my journey in building a team around a vision and a company, and that's inside of Untapped, but that's also inside of projects and areas of my life. It doesn't matter what the area is, I'm committed to building teams and creating teamworks wherever I go because that's what I know takes a vision to another level. But before we dive into how to actually do that for all my practical lovers out there, I think it's really important to address the conversation. And this is a conversation that actually came up in the podcast interview with Zion. Zion is one of my business mentors and a really good friend. And we explored and talked about what really, what does it take for people to get from, let's say, six figures to seven figures? Or, you know, that's just a tangible application. There's also the conversation of building teams around you because there's so many solopreneurs out there who are trying to do the entrepreneurial journey alone. And in that sense, to be honest, under a definition, it's not even an entrepreneur to some people, right? Because an entrepreneur is someone who actually takes a vision and then builds a team and rallies the troops around that vision and that creation. And so what stops people often from really creating this and really building extraordinary teams behind your vision and what you want to build is this whole trauma of being independent and our independence secures our safety if we think I can just do this alone I don't have to rely on anyone else then in a sense you get security you get safety and you get a mechanism of control by doing that and so you allow your independence and sure it feels great to some extent because you're in complete control but it limits your vision and it limits what's possible and it's really hard that way. It's a lot harder to try and do things on your own and figure out things on your own than actually to have support. But what it takes to be a leader who's willing to be supported and be totally like put your ego at the door and the mission to the fore, that's one of my favorite quotes, ego at the door and mission to the fore, is you have to be willing to get your ego out of the way and say, okay, I know that I'm afraid of getting hurt. 
maybe something happened in your childhood. You know, for me, my parents divorced and so I had this whole story that people always leave me and you can't trust people. And I had to do some serious, serious core wound healing around that so that I could recreate that story and I could be fully in receivership of the support that was here. And so a lot of us have this trauma response of how we've become independent and it's kind of created in society as a good thing you know being all independent you don't need no man you don't need no one like all those rhetorics and sure like there's a great thing to being independent and being self-sufficient and standing on your own two feet and then there's a point where it gets you know damaging or harmful or will limit or upper limit your expansion and it's about understanding where that's hit and how you can then go from independent to interdependent where we're truly connected because on a human level if you think of nature and you think of humanity as like we're meant to be actually connected we grew up in our old societies and ways of living were being raised by a village and being connected in such deep ways but a lot of us aren't authentically. It's like we're connected on social media or whatever, but our lives aren't intertwined. We're not like, oh yeah, I fully rely on this person to help me bring my vision into life. No way, right? We just connect to an extent that we feel safe enough. So in order to really level up our life, one of the core wounds we get to heal is trusting others and trusting that it's safe for you to be supported in your vision, whatever that is, we'll dial into that shortly, and trusting and being okay. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want people to leave me. I don't want to get hurt. And what I'd say to that is the reality is you will and you may, and that's okay. And can you trust that you have everything you need emotionally and can support yourself when that time comes? Because I've been hurt. I've had visions and ideas and team members and been like, this is amazing on all sorts of companies and all sorts of projects. And then people leave and you get so disappointed and it reaffirms that story. Oh, see, people don't want to work with me. You can't trust people, blah, blah, blah. And if you can make peace that you might get hurt. And the other huge block that people have is that people won't care as much as you do or, you know, they'll mess things up. And again, it's like making peace. Sure. No one is, it's it's no one else's vision. It's your vision. So will anyone ever care as much? Maybe not. But they will care if you master the skills in this episode. And they will also do things. It, it may surprise you. I have had moments in my team and the company and other projects that I've run and social enterprises that I've launched that I have been overwhelmed with the love and the support and the way people have gone the extra mile for our vision. It has at times had me absolutely bawling in my car or standing at the front of a stage looking out at all these people supporting and being like, wow. And what I really got in those moments was I didn't necessarily feel worthy of that much support. And when I paused to realize how many people were rallying behind me and going the extra mile and supporting me, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming for me to be with that level of love and support. And if you've listened to the Upper Limits episode, go, if you haven't, go back and listen to it because it's really being okay and being comfortable in receivership of that level of support. 
And that for me has been blowing my whole world wide open. And now I'm someone who honestly, I used to be so proud that I did everything on my own and was so independent and you couldn't get near me with a 10 foot pole. And now my life is interdependent in every way. My relationship's interdependent. You know, I have my own sovereignty, but if I'm looking at playing a game or have goals around my health or my finances or any of these areas, I have a team. I have a team because I don't want to do it on my own. And obviously inside of Untapped, we have a team and I've had a team for years and I love that. It's one of the greatest gifts in the world and it's challenging, right? Because the piece you have to heal is usually those core wounds of control and not feeling safe and feeling abandoned and rejected. Another massive one is rejection. What if I put my ideas out there? What if I put my vision out there and I'm rejected and no one wants to be part of it? That's going to happen too. (laughs) And I don't want to sell you some dream that it's not going to happen because it is. And what we do in our programs when we work with leaders and entrepreneurs is we do the emotional regulation and the core wound healing so that you can support yourself through that and be okay with that as a leader. Because the only other alternative is that you stay small and safe and on your own. And I've also tried this method and it only leads to burnout and really, really limited results. One of the coolest things is the moment that a true team with a core similar, you know, same mission and purpose, achieve something extraordinary that could have never, ever been achieved on your own. And it couldn't. Like, it really, really couldn't. And that's what you have to get about team and teamwork and expanding yourself as a leader. So I really want to set that context that if you haven't done that type of work on yourself and you know that those are still deep wounds for you, that's where I'd actually start. That's where I would invite you to go to work healing parts of those and doing the inner work to really look at that and really recreate that. And one of the small exercises I'll give you that I did when I saw how much mistrust I had in people, I was just waiting for people to let me down. I did this exercise where every day for five minutes, reflecting at the end of the day, I would look at all the ways people had actually supported me that day and been behind me. And like I said, I would start getting overwhelmed with the love and the level of support and the fact that people were actually always there for me I was just looking my brain that reticular activating system it's called the RAS in the brain it looks for particular things to reaffirm your stories your filters your limiting beliefs it was looking for ways that people I couldn't trust people and in fact of course I could and when I started looking for other evidence and I recreated my belief system that you could trust people and that people had your back it was absolutely incredible and I did I made peace with the fact that people would hurt me people would reject me (laughs) people would break my trust like I just made peace with all of that so I invite you to do that too people we're so afraid of that but the reality is if that happens you'll never get sent something that your spirit isn't ready to hold and you've got it it's okay and isn't that worth working through that than never having experienced the level of growth and leadership that a team could have right? I promise it's one of the greatest gifts in the world. It's so, so beautiful. So in the rest of this episode, I am going to explore a concept. I actually took our entrepreneurs through this for a training this morning. We have a training called Mastery, which is a year-long container for entrepreneurs. And we did a bonus training around how do we actually have these conversations? Let's say you're a visionary. So you're someone who has a vision, you have ideas, you have a world you want to see, you have a business, you have something you want to create. 
how do you then and why do you then build a team around that? And what does actually having those conversations look like? And so a distinction just to create as well, visionary in the traditional terms is someone who, yeah, sees a vision for the world and then has to kind of build and rally a team around to create that. And when we then look at leadership, leadership is the ability to then create the common purpose and put together the people that can make that happen in a really powerful way. And in a way that when you do that, your leadership creates other leaders inside of that vision. So it's not like you're micromanaging and you're following people up. It's like actually everyone who's part of that common goal is becoming a leader in and of themselves and is really responsible for a part of bringing that vision to life. And that is really that expansion of leadership. And when you're really in your full leadership, you'll be looking for everyone who's participating in this game or this goal or this vision will have a really clear contribution that they make. There'll be clarity on that. You'll be really developing their potential and their leadership and who they are and what they want to achieve in the world. And then you'll be really looking for their blind spots as well and helping them develop that. And that is really a powerful, powerful expansion of leadership. So how do we have these conversations? How do we bring people on the journey to be part of our visions and part of our teams? And it might be like, uh, firstly, I don't want anyone to be part of my team. <laughs> um, okay, cool. You need to go back and heal your trauma from group projects at school or university. And if that's you, I invite you to really, maybe this episode isn't for you, but I invite you to consider that this could be one of the greatest gifts in your life is building teams and creating teamwork. And it will have everything amplify outside of you and life level up in ways you couldn't even imagine. And maybe you're more a person who feels like a burden. Maybe it's like, but who will even want to be on my team, right? And this is really for you as well to really learn how to build your influence skills and your ability to enroll others in what you're up to. And for those of you who perhaps feel frustrated because you have ideas and things, but there's not getting traction and it doesn't feel like it's translating and people are rallying behind it or being part of the vision, then this is for you because what I'm going to go through will really give you an access to a framework that's going to expand your influence and your ability to have the conversations that really, the sparky conversations, the generative conversations, the ones that you walk away and think, wow, that was so, so, so powerful. And there's so much stuff around people being a leader or not leader, a natural leader or whatever it is. And sure, like I definitely believe some people based on their strengths and their zones of genius have natural leadership tendencies in terms of what makes a great leader and a visionary. And I also believe that there are frameworks and tools that we can develop our ability to influence and lead if we so wish not everyone wants to do that but if you do there is ways that you can do that and that again that's part of what we do here at untapped is really help people help you activate that potential it's like if you know within I think I've got more but my life I look around and my life doesn't really translate to that then 
our programs, that's what we support. It's like giving you the frameworks, giving you the tools, giving you the real life application to activate that potential, to figure out what blind spots you do have, what has been in the way, and really discover that. And inside of every time when people participate in our programs is they really activate their leadership. That's something that's an outcome that occurs. They start leading their own life. They start inspiring others around them. They start businesses. They get clients. They support their clients better. They get promotions at work. And that's all inside of activating that inner leadership potential which all of us have and it starts with leading ourselves and then it translates to bringing others on the journey so when we're thinking about having these types of conversations I'm going to get really specific and you can use this type of framework in any area of life it doesn't matter if you're building a business or wanting to start a project or wanting to transform your health or your finances or create a relationship, whatever it is, you can build a team around doing that. So anytime I do anything, I'm basically like, who can help me do this? And I'm reading Dan Sullivan, who's the founder of Strategic Coach. He's got a book, uh, Who Not How, and it's just so great around similar distinction to this. It's just who do I need on this mission? Who gets to be part of this? I'm currently um, preparing to write a book. Yes, I'm going to write a book. I have now declared it. You are part of my team. You are on my team. But inside of that, I'm not sitting there going, okay, I'll just start writing for five minutes a day. I'm like, I'm building my team. I'm not starting until I built my team and I've shared the vision and I've enrolled people in that. So I'm building my team. I'm looking around my community. I'm going, who has written a book? Who has done a companion course with the book who knows publishers and I'm really building my team before I start anything because I don't want to do it alone I know what that takes I know how boring it is I know how long it takes it just it's not as fun and so why would we not get others support who have literally done what we want to do in order to go further and farther and better together so it's really important uh, that you know that you can translate this to any area of life, even if you're like, I don't have a business, I can't afford to pay people, whatever. You can build teams in any area and expand your influence and in bringing people on your vision. So there are four steps to this framework. They are not in the specific order. There are just four things to cover inside of a conversation. If you're having a conversation, you want to inspire someone, you want to have someone come on the journey and support you with your vision. You just want someone to be enrolled in what you're up to in the world. Then these four things are critical inside of any conversation. Now, I know I've trained in these for years. I know when I have a conversation and one of these is missing, I know why. I'm like, ah, cool. I missed that. And so the first thing when we're having these types of conversations, I'd love you to think of something in your life as you're listening to this, something that you've been really wanting to inspire people to be part of. And the first thing when you're having these types of conversations is setting context. Now, I know, having worked in corporate and been a lawyer, that there isn't a lot of context setting. There's actually a lot of let's get shit done, let's just move masculine energy, let's just focus on the to-do list, we don't have time to connect. And there's no context setting often. And the impact of that is really profound inside of communication. If you don't have any context set, a, it's really hard for people to get really inspired, but actually what's lacking when those conversa- when that's missing in conversations is there's a lack of connection 
there's a lack of affinity. There's a lack of love in the background and connection because you're not connected. Now, there are cultures that are amazing at this. And before you're allowed to start any sort of conversation or dive into a session or something, you have to set the context, whether that's through a prayer or getting to know each other's ancestors or where you're from. And that's really, really, really powerful so that you know how you can relate to each other. It's like, inside of context who are they for you right when you're sharing that who are they for you the person you're talking to who are you for them inside of this conversation so I'm going to give an example just to bring it to life a little bit more is in our untapped team meetings on a Monday we do all our weekly reporting right about numbers in our programs how our clients are going social media numbers podcasts all these things like tracking the success of the business through metrics and if you've worked in any organization you will know KPIs and metrics they are really important to keep a bigger company on track and they can be really boring and completely lose their energy if they don't have any context so at the beginning of our KPI meetings or our weekly reporting meetings what we've just introduced at Untapped is that before we dive into that someone starts with the context setting and someone will literally read the untapped vision for the world like what as a company do we stand for what kind of world do we want to see and then the untapped mission which is our team and who we are for the world as a team and what we're committed to and who our clients are for us that context setting has completely transformed that meeting which I could see people were falling asleep in because it is setting the context it is getting us all aligned and across the same thing before we dive in now if you love energies you could say this is maybe more of more feminine energy to really take the time to drop in and connect and context doesn't have to be it's not a catch-up it's not a oh how you been what you're doing it's the container that sets the conversation right? Think about literally a Tupperware container. That is the context that sets the context for the rest of the conversation. It's the container that the conversation lives inside of. Why are we here? Who are you? Who am I? Yesterday we kicked off our Ascension coaching call and I spent a significant chunk of our orientation call setting context. Who am I for them during the next 12 weeks, three months? Who am I going to be? I'm going to, I said I'm going to be a loving interruption. That's my commitment. I'm going to lovingly interrupt all the crap that's held you back in your life. Who are they in the game of what we're playing for? Who are they for you? Right, really creating and setting that so that everyone knows who's who inside of what you're playing for. And I also read out the Ascension Manifesto of what it means to be an ascender. And we, we felt into that and we dropped into that and we created that context. And then we all shared something that we're here for. And it was just beautiful because it sets the container powerfully. Then there's safety, there's trust, and there's alignment from the beginning. Now, if you've ever been in conversations that don't have context, they feel like a to-do list, they feel like admin, there's just a missing. There's a missing and there's a lack of affinity and genuine connection. So this is really important to bring into your meetings if you're a leader or into the way you're delegating, right, or inspiring people. It's like don't dive into the to-do list yet. Set the context. Who are they for you? Who are you for them? And what is the game that you're playing? And the next step, so we've got four steps. So context is first, and they don't have to go in this perfect order. The next thing is the vision. Now, this is something I've been really working on this year because Delaney would constantly be like to me, Brownie, it's just like, I'm not clear on the vision. And I would get so upset. I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, we have all our programs. We have this. We have the podcast. Like, this is what we're doing. And he was like, I know what we're doing, but what is the vision? Like, what are we 
where are we going? And I think this part for a lot of visionaries is really, really hard sometimes to communicate because this is the part of us that lives like in our head, in our mind. And we're like, doesn't everyone just understand that? Doesn't everyone just know that? No, not at all. So I have four kind of questions for you when you're dropping into the vision, this part of what you're sharing. I hope you're writing these down is the first one is what is the world that you want to see? Let's say we wake up in 10 years. If you're the visionary, what is the world you want to see when we wake up? right? A world where every human being knows their purpose and what they're here for and is using their gifts to contribute to the whole. That's one for me. I want every person to know you matter, you make a difference, you literally got God-given gifts that can go to the world and make a difference to the whole. And that's the world I want to see. I don't want to see a world where anyone sells their soul for a job or money they don't want to be doing. Like, no way. We need a world where everyone's aligned and living in their highest expression. Uh, the second question is, what is at stake if you do achieve this? Like, what happens in a world where this is achieved? And really creating that for the people that you're wanting to enroll in your vision or bring on this journey. What is at stake if you achieve this? How is thing? How are things going to change? And I'm going to give an example, even if you're thinking about transforming your health and you want to get really, really healthy and you're like, all right, here's the context. You are an amazing personal trainer and nutritionist. I am not, <laughs> but I am... An entrepreneur who needs optimal health. What I want to create is a world where I sustain my energy every day over the whole week. And I have abundant energy to do the work that I'm really here to do. What does it take if I achieve this? Oh my gosh, like I could create a bigger company. I'll be a better partner. I'll have more energy and vitality. What's at stake if you don't achieve this? This is the third question. Well, you know, if I don't achieve this, this could mean that my company has to close or I get sick or whatever it is, like really create for the people you're bringing on this vision is like, okay, and what's going to happen if we don't achieve this? That's really, really important as well. And then the last one is who you're going to be about it. And what I mean by the being is like your intention. So who are you going to be in this process? So when I was talking about ascension, I literally said, you know, this is ascension, this is who you are for me and who I'm going to be over the next three months together is a loving interruption of all the crap that's held you back, all the limitations you tell yourself and I'm going to lovingly interrupt that and call you forward to your higher self. That's who I'm going to be about it. So for my visionaries out there who struggle to communicate your vision, use those four questions to guide you. What is the world that you want to see? What is at stake if you achieve this? What can be possible? What is at stake if you don't achieve this? What then happens in the world and to you and to others? And who are you committed to being about it? That's really important. Who are you going to be about it? So by this point in a conversation, you have taken the time to set the context. You have created and casted a vision in a world. And the next step is to create and cause an opportunity. Now, this is often a missing, if you've ever been in conversations where you feel like they just, you weren't really sure what happened or how things went or how it ended. You were not 100% clear of what you were meant to do, what they were meant to do, whatever, is this third piece might have been missing. So opportunity is where you really, as a leader, get out of your own way of like what you need, like, oh, I need someone to do this for me or I need help on that you actually get in their world at this point. And that's why, you know, learning to develop your ego and your deep listening of people is such an important skill because you need to get out of your world and get over in their world and think, okay, inside of this conversation, 
what would be a really amazing opportunity for them? Like, what could I create for them? And what do I want to see for them that is possible if they participate in this vision and this game that we're up to? How is this going to change their life? Like, what is actually the opportunity for them? And as a visionary and as a leader, that's super important to help create with people because they're often not clear either. They're like, okay, cool, I got what your vision is, but how do I fit in this? And that's on you to create, right? Hey, the opportunity here is you're starting your business. I'm starting mine. There's a collaboration here. I could support you to get clients. You could support me. That's the opportunity. And as a leader, you want to be really be able to do that for the people in your team because sure, there's your collective goal that you're going for, but everyone's got to pay a piece in that puzzle and have something personal that's at stake for them and that's so that's how an opportunity occurs and at that point it might be like I think I could support you to get clients you could support me we're both early in business this is the opportunity do you want to do a collaboration that's a clear freaking bold request at that point is what is the opportunity for them maybe you're launching your startup or something else and it's like hey you know, the opportunity is you get to be part of this freaking amazing early stage company and support me to bring this to life. And that's an opportunity in and of itself. Now, if you feel like you occur as a burden or you, you know, people won't want to support you or help you, you might think, oh, no, there is no opportunities. Like, oh, I'm such a hassle. I'm such a burden. Not freaking true. People are looking for someone to guide them, for a visionary, for a leader to create opportunities for them, right? And so for me personally as a leader, I see everything as an opportunity in the way that I participate in life and the way that I create life with others. And it's totally fine if they don't see that opportunity and they don't want to be part of it. I'm actually okay with that. But I am clear it's an opportunity. And for example, when I've been a student of programs and they're like, you know, do you want to give us a testimonial on the program? Um, yes, please. I would love the opportunity to impact someone else through my story and to share my words and hope that they take on their life and transform this area. Like, um, yeah, I'm here for that. And so that's an opportunity and it occurs for me that way. And that means when I'm living life through that lens, I can do that for other people. I can say to our clients, hey, do you want to leave a testimonial? It's a leadership opportunity. And it is. There's always always an opportunity and people out in the world maybe if you're a visionary or you think you know you're up you've got lots of ideas there's a lot of people sitting and waiting for opportunities and you just need to go and find them and figure out what they want in their life and how that could fit into your vision and that's it creating opportunities and the last one is action is making sure that every conversation that's generative and sparky I love that word sparky someone on the training this morning used it. I was like yeah that's it conversations are sparky you know you're like wow that was mm, so juicy uh versus you know those conversations that just absolutely flop um so the last one is action it's action it's okay we've had this juicy conversation we've set context we've got affinity we've got possibility we've got vision it's alive it's present we've got the opportunities we know who's going to do what now we go to action and you got to make sure that these conversations really end in action because you're the visionary you're the leader forwarding these and so are you clear what the next required steps are, who's doing what and by when, and super clear actionables. Now, I've noticed with our audience and my clients that they're actually really quite good at action often, uh, but sometimes go too quickly to this and miss all those other pieces. And so, sure, it's like nice to know what actions there are, but those other pieces in the background are what make the conversation feel really fulfilling and exciting. 
Action is super required for clarity so everyone knows what's next. So that is literally just being like, I'm going to message you next Friday. We're going to have this meeting. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to send an email. Like really then creating what the next steps will be inside of this vision. Now, those are the four things. Context setting, creating the vision. You've got those four questions. Making sure you cast the opportunity for those who are involved in this and then clear, clear actions for everyone you included. These things don't always happen in that exact order. You may have a conversation and they're like, hmm, that was a bit flat. Well, you're halfway through a conversation. You're like, okay, I've set context. I've talked about some actions. Oh my gosh, I never shared the vision. Let's go back to that. And I had this the other day. We've got some exciting changes coming at Untapped. Stay tuned for those. And I was like, okay, cool. We set the context. We did the vision. We did some actions. And I was like, at the end of this uh, video recording I was doing, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't create the opportunity for everyone. And so I just looped back and created that. And now I spent two years in a leadership training where literally I was just practicing these formulas. Uh, so for me, it's really subconscious now. I know when a conversation has this sparky spark and I know when it doesn't. Now you have the framework, you are going to be able to know too. So what I invite you to do at the end of every day is reflect on the conversations you had that were amazing. Sparky Spark. Hope you're having lots of them. If you're not, get your button untapped because they're all Sparky Spark conversations. Reflect. What are the conversations here that were really sparky and why? Or generative is another ter term that we use. And have a look what four parts were there. Usually if it's really amazing, probably all four parts and maybe more. Then look at the conversations that weren't so generative or exciting or fulfilling. And look at the four things and see what was missing from that conversation. Have a look, reflect on the day's conversations and look at the ones that kind of fell flat because they're going to be your greatest learning opportunity and you'll have patterns. Everyone has patterns. How are you doing things? How you do everything? So you'll have things that you avoid. You're either you don't set context. I used to not. I just honed into what we were doing when I used to speak on stage and do a lot of events. I'd literally just start talking about the distinction or the content or reflecting or what I was teaching and completely miss telling my story. And people would be like, um, who are you? Like, and I got this feedback that I never set context. So for me, that was, that's been one to work on because I love action and I love opportunity and I love getting stuck into things. And then recently this year, I've been really working on communicating my vision because for me, it's something that's so just body-based and felt like I just feel it in my bones. It's something I think doesn't everyone think like that. So I never thought I had to communicate my vision, but those are the ones I've been working on that have been missing inside of my communication and conversations. So you can take the time each day for five minutes over the next three weeks, I'd say, to really sit and be like, okay, in the conversations that were really flat, what was missing and how could I bring that next time? And then it's just practice. It's honestly, you can put this framework on your phone, make a nice thing on Canva, save it to your phone. And then every time you're going out to inspire someone or make a request of someone, or even share something on social media, this translates to online as well. Have a look and think, have I hit these pillars? And what could I do to ensure better context setting or making sure everyone knows the vision or making sure everyone's clear on the opportunity for them or what role they're playing in this? And is everyone actually clear on the actions, right? Some of you won't be as strong at actions. You might be like, oh my gosh, no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> everyone loves the vision, but there is no actionables. We're all just like in the vision and no one's doing anything. So whatever area for you, got to work on that and take the time to reflect and you will see your patterns for yourself 
and you now have this framework so you don't have to feel like you're not a visionary or you're not a leader or no one wants to be part of your vision or anything like that you get to really take this framework and apply it and expand your influence and leadership capacity I am so excited for you because I know you're someone who probably has many ideas and things in your heart if you're listening to this and love growth and I know that when you apply these things will really start to happen and that's what happens in Untapped. We teach these types of frameworks and people are like, oh my gosh, it's like magic. Didn't this just happen? And this happens. I'm like, it is magic. I know it's magical, but there's also structure. There is processes. There is frameworks. It's not just that you're an innate leader or not. You can learn these things and develop this capacity and build the teams in every part of your life that you want, right? Even being parents, being business owners, whatever it is, you can build teams and teamwork around everything that you do and it's just going to make life so much easier. And from my heart to yours, it is 100% worth it. And I promise I've been hurt. I've been hurt by many people. I understand that we close our heart off and that we've you know, been rejected or abandoned or hurt. And I promise you that when you heal that core wound and you let people back into your life and you let them be part of your visions and your dreams, it is going to be the most magical, magical thing in the world. And it's seriously one of the greatest gifts. We are designed human beings to collaborate and to be interdependent. And you can still maintain your sovereignty on the way, but it's letting go of the wounded small child part and just loving on them and letting yourself be supported and all that you want to create so thank you so much I hope you enjoyed and got so many actionables be sure to let us know what landed for you I hope you loved that episode it was so fun I love bringing practical tools to high level concepts being a leader what does that even mean right so actually just having really powerful effective communication everything lives inside of conversations so dive on into that be sure to give us a little tag on the gram at untapped nz to let us know what really landed and if you haven't left us a review please please do that and you also get some bonus goodies if you send in your review as well the link is in the show notes okay i will see you soon leaders